Hello and welcome to Murder on Her Mind. I'm Caitlin O'Malley and I'm your host of this podcast. Um, today I have a very special guest who just wants to say hello. And it's my brother Carl. Here, say hello. Come on, say hello. <laughs> okay, Carl, and then close the basement door, please. Thank you. Thank you. And turn off that light. He always gets so nervous anytime, even though <laughs> there's no one here. It's just me and him. Um, but every single evening he comes down from his daycare center. Not daycare, sorry. It's like a, just a day center that he goes to. Um, and he comes out every single time and says, yo, 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 Kane, what's up? What's up? What's up? And I'm like, yo, come my man. What's up? Every single time without a shadow of a doubt, he comes down and he says those exact words. And then when he says goodnight, it's always night, Kane, night, Quiz, night, 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 guys, night, 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 <laughs> every single time. Like, he's just so funny. Um, I'll give you a little background on Kyle. He is turning... What year are we in? 2021. He's turning 21 this year. Um, he's a millennium baby. And he was born without his corpus callosum, um, which is essentially your three major parts of your brain. And the corpus callosum is your center part of the brain. And it's like this film that is um, around that center part of the brain. Um, and um, when he was first born he couldn't really do much and um i don't really think that mom and dad knew that he was special needs like right off the bat um but he suffered really badly when he was first born for like the first two years of his life with eczema and asthma and um, we spent most of our lives his first two years of his lives in hospital um and then we moved to spain because the sunshine and the salt water was really going to like help his skin and stuff so we ended up moving there for that um and then we moved to california to do some like speech therapy and physiotherapy and ot and he came out of california like walking talking cycling swimming um his speech isn't 100 percent, but um like we all understand him and you know he can communicate just fine with all of us um and he's very independent and like very very like outgoing um especially when he has uh, one or two beers and then he also absolutely loves like dancing and going out and doing all that stuff so i know once he once like covid's finished that's one thing he's really excited to do and um i actually before i even started this podcast and before covid even happened him and i went to the uk for a trip and then we ended up going to portugal for four or five days so he got to come on that trip with me and it was so much fun we had an absolute blast um so he's very independent but so yeah that was kyle who said hello um he like ran away as soon as i passed him the microphone so wasn't wasn't very interested in that um but anyways um, happy Thursday and welcome to Murder on Her Mind. Um, yeah, I just thought it would be something fun. He came down here, so I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask him to say hello. Um, 
my day so far has been going really well my whole week has really been going quite well um i am recording this on wednesday of course i always try and record prior my actual release date um but i hope you guys are all keeping well and staying sane during this fucking insane time honestly i don't even know when covid is going to end but i hope it ends soon um it's my birthday weekend this weekend which i am so pumped about i love celebrating my weekend my birthday um if covid did not exist i would probably be going out to karaoke bar or i would get a party bus and get blackout drunk or i would be having friends over for a huge party at my house um by a huge i probably mean like five of my friends <laughs> but anyways as you get older the friend group seems to get smaller and i'm okay with that um, but Chris and I are going to Banff on Friday and staying there till Sunday, so that'll be really nice. And then my really good friend Jenny from back home, she actually was on the podcast in October when we did the Halloween episode. Um, she sent me this thing that's called like a patty box, and essentially it's items from back home in Ireland that's like full of goodies. And I'm not opening it until Friday because uh, it's something to look forward to and I feel like when you get older you don't get presents so I am really looking forward to opening this and uh, it's like an actual box as well so uh, yeah my friend Jenny sent me that and I can't wait so like usually you can I, I actually love to get one at Christmas and then I just kind of had forgotten about it but you fill it up with like literally anything like crisps chocolate oh crisps as in chips uh, chocolate, uh, there's tea bags, I think there's sauces you can put in it, like literally all these tiny small things, like different spice bags and stuff you can get um, from back home that's just like comfort food essentially, nothing healthy whatsoever. So I'm really, really excited about opening that and just heading out and we're gonna go up the Banff gondola. Um, I think I've talked about it before, but like Banff for me is only like an hour and a half and i love going up there i love being in the mountains i just love getting out and seeing different things so we're gonna do that i'm gonna go up the bump gondola and maybe have like a little picnic up there so really excited about that um for shows chris and i have finished your honor last night we crushed it in two days we only had one episode left last night to watch fucking unreal guys it's so intense now i do have to say it is a cliffhanger it's a good cliffhanger, but not what I was expecting. I was expecting them to kill off like one of the main characters. Um, and I was totally like 100% I was like, yep, yeah, they're definitely gonna kill one of the main characters um, as a cliffhanger, but no, it was very, very well done. Very well done, did not see it coming. And each, like I'm very good at like trying to figure out like what's gonna happen in each episode and I didn't know what was gonna happen. It was very like, um, big little lies or little fires anywhere or everywhere you just fucking don't know what's gonna happen like literally no idea like that show both all three of these shows i just had no clue what was gonna happen or where it was gonna go um you think one thing's gonna happen you try and call out and it just literally goes the other end um so we started watching that and then so tonight i'm not sure what chris and i are gonna watch we also finished the pacific that was fantastic and we ended up on the weekend we ended up watching um you call it what was that show called oh yeah we watched the documentary on band of brothers so it was a more in-depth documentary on this the paratroopers in world war ii they uh, got dropped in on d-day into nor or yeah normandy 
so that was really interesting to watch and so emotional like oh my god like guys like i am just so gobsmacked all the time like i've obviously known <laughs> this has always happened obviously but like when you start to go into depth and like actually read into it and like you know watch these documentaries and these tv shows or like world war in color that's another really good one that we were watching world war ii in color um it's really quite something and like so traumatic and so these people are so heroic and fuck i, I don't know anyways so watch that and then on saturday it was actually lovely um didn't really do much but we ended up but I was kind of like bored and just kind of fed up for the day. The only thing I really did was go to Valley Village with my sister and she drove. Um, and then it was kind of like fed up with the rest of the evening. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to call a few of my pals and we're going to go and have a Zoom night. So I called them all around like half five or six to see if they were all free. And everyone ended up being free. And there was about like maybe seven or eight of us and uh, one of my really good friends Frank who lives in Quebec um, he has a new girlfriend and she lives out in Vancouver so we got her joined in the zoom call so it was really nice just to have a whole bunch of people and then like my siblings joined in as well and we all had drinks and we ended up being on the zoom it started at like 7 30 and I think we ended it at like 12 or something so did that that was really really fun I was so hungover on Sunday Sunday was probably the first time in my whole life maybe so sorry that's such a lie not my whole life in years i don't know why i said whole life i'm so dramatic sometimes and i love to over exaggerate um but literally i would say in about a year or two years that i literally did not get off the couch all day i think i have a fitbit and i think my steps were at like maybe 2200 it was awful i just sat there like a couch potato and I wasn't even that hungover. I was just feeling like I wanted to be useless. And I was. Um, so did that. That was really, really fun. And then last night I had just been like, oh, do you know what? I just love to watch some like sh- some stupid reality TV show. Now, something that you must know about me. I cannot stand The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise. That stuff to me is just brain numbing and I hate it. I hate it with a passion. What I do love is some UK Love Island in it. I really shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyways. <laughs> I am obsessed with the UK Love Island. It's so, so good. Um, there's American Love Island and it is complete shite compared to the UK one. And I just, there's, I just don't know what, I think it's the banter and the cheekiness and literally how everyone runs their mouth and they don't care at all. That American reality just does not compare to uk reality um I, I don't know how else to compare it other than that it's just the cheekiness the bluntness um how drunk they get like everything it's just it's so good um so anyways i now i'm going back on what i've just said but um i was saying to chris like oh i just like want to watch some mind-numbing tv before i go to bed and then all of a sudden i'm looking through crave and what comes up but team mum or team mom and uh 16 and pregnant and i remember when i was younger i wanted to watch that show so bad because i thought it was insane and i was never allowed to watch it and i was like you know what i'm gonna start watching it and it's so emotional oh my god i was like bawling my eyes out and like chris like passed out beside me and i'm like 
This is just such an emotional TV show. And these young girls and these guys that they decide to go out with and get pregnant by. Oh my god. The one guy in the first episode of like season one is such a fucking dick. Oh my god. Well, maybe, I don't know. Like, this is just judging from the first episode. But he's just so careless. Doesn't, like, give a damn about this girl. And, you know, he's it's his fiance. He's proposed to her and everything. And she's just, like, trying so hard. And in the delivery room like he's not even like standing there like holding her hand or like making an effort and oh god i was just getting so rattled by the whole thing um so yeah i ended up watching that and i can't wait to watch episode two tonight <laughs> um but uh yeah so those are all the shows oh yeah them on tuesday evening i have a sudden burst of energy i wanted to move the um coffee table because i just wanted to like hoover and clean up and i was like you know what I'm gonna make a fucking TikTok dance and nobody can stop me. And I might have done the dance like three or four times. And the thing is, I wasn't actually trying to do an actual TikTok dance because those people are way too coordinated and so good at dancing. And I'm just like not that good. Like, I love dancing. Like, I love dancing. But I'm no, in no way is good at it. So, um,. I just decided to bust some moves and record myself, and I got 46 likes on TikTok. Woo! Yeah, girl is getting famous. No. <laughs> no. Um, I would love to make money off TikTok, though. So I did that, and everyone got a great laugh on it, which is like always what I want to do. Just, you know, want to make people laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so did that, and I swear to God, the amount of calories I burned from just doing that dance, Jesus Christ. I was nearly dying, but it was so much fun. So I did that. And then for podcasts that I'm listening to, I'm literally only listening to this World War II podcast. I think I'm on episode 13. So since I chatted to you guys last, I'm on episode 13 and it's so good. There's so much stuff I've learned. Um, Did you know that Mussolini almost got assassinated by a female Irish rebel during one of his like pep talks or whatever he fucking does? because I didn't and I thought it was really cool and then she got arrested and I think she actually got murdered by um, the Italian police but anyways um, it was really cool I'm just learning so many different things I also did not know that Hitler was Catholic so there's just so many different things that I'm learning from this podcast that I just really enjoy um, it's really hard for me sometimes to concentrate on it all but um, there is certain things that I'm picking up and I'm really liking I'm, Like I mostly listen to it while I'm like, cleaning or washing up the dishes and just kind of pottering the house pottering around the house and i haven't really been like driving anywhere so um it's not like i can like listen to my podcast then but um it's a really good podcast and i would give it a listen it is available on spotify and apple podcasts uh, again i need to get better at remembering what the guy's name is but um he does run the podcast on uh, if you just literally look up it's called the history of world war ii um and it's on again spotify and apple podcasts those are the two places that i've seen it, and they're the only two places that i listen to podcasts anyway so uh give them a listen and i think that is all that i have to update you on um i haven't really been up to much more i've been trying to journal every single day so today is like my eighth day journaling um oh one kind of exciting thing uh, I am signing up to do an English teaching course 
um, which I think would be quite cool. And you can teach English basically from anywhere in the world. The only places you can't teach, I think, are like Malta, uh, the Republic of Ireland, so Ireland, and uh, Canada. But say, for instance, when I'm in the UK, because um, I don't really have a lot job lined up and I don't really, I'm not in a huge rush to even like think about it, but um, I am signing up for this course and you basically get to teach kids anywhere in the world or adults or people who just want to better their English speaking skills. Um, so it's a six months course and uh, yeah, I'm just going to give it a shot because why not? And they have a really good deal going on and it's by Tefla, I think it's pronounced or how you say it. And the company is actually based out of Ireland, I had no idea, but it's world, it's known worldwide. Like it's such a good company um, from all the reviews and everything that I've read. So. I, I am signing up for that and I cannot wait and um, I think it's something I would really enjoy um, especially if I was like working with kids or even adults um, I it's funny I'm so impatient with myself and like my family members but I am so so patient with like the general public I would say um, I love doing that stuff and then I guess like last night it was so funny um, Whatever my mom was doing, I have no idea. And she's always like to me, oh, you wouldn't know an esthetician lives in this house because my teeth and my eyebrows and everything, my lip and blah, 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 I look horrendous and turn into an owl witch. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't always want to be doing this stuff when I'm at home. But um, she, dad calls me and he's like, Caitlin, get up the stairs right now. It's so urgent. And I was like, uh, no, I'm busy. And dad's like, and I hang up. <laughs> Some little cheeky bitch. And he calls me back again. He's like, Caitlin, it is urgent. And I'm like, if it was so urgent, you'd be screaming at me from upstairs and banging on the floor to get upstairs. So I'm like, what is it? And he's like, get up here now. And then he hangs up with me. So I go upstairs. And mom's like, ouch, ouch, ouch. I'm like, what is wrong? And I look down at her toe and it's gushing blood. She was cutting her toenails and like literally cut so far down into like the left hand side of her toe. Which is probably where she had a massive ingrown and it was gushing blood. Sorry, this is probably TMI for so many of the Queasy listeners. Fast forward if you don't want to hear the dirty deets. And I was like, oh yeah, this is totally for me. Mom was like, I knew you should have been a nurse or a paramedic. Your sister who wants to be a nurse just ran away from me. And I was like, yeah, well, this stuff does not bother me. Meanwhile, Ethan comes up, my other brother, and he's like gagging, literally having a heart attack over the whole thing. Couldn't even look at it, couldn't even speak about it, nothing. Um, I just love that stuff. It's like, I had to get dad to hold her down. And I just ripped the toenail right off, like not all of it, but most of it. And um, cause it was like, it was a hanging off. So I had to get it off and then I soaked it in some salt water, wiped it down with some alcohol, put some bandages on it and it was sorted and she was grand. And I was like poking it there and I was like, is it sore now? She's like, no, I'm like, yeah, well, there you go. Panic over. Um, so that was that. So I got that out of the way. Um, so that's all the exciting things that have been happening in my life. I lifted, I gave myself a lash lift last night, actually. Um, so anyone who's out there who's not an esthetician, don't do it. Do not do it. Um, I probably shouldn't have done it. It's very dangerous to do to yourself and it's a very ballsy thing. Um, but I was like, fuck it. You know, I see these people on TikTok doing it themselves who are in no ways educated in what they're doing, have no fucking clue what they're doing. And I was like, I am someone who is very, you know, is very well what they're doing. Um, so I'm pretty sure I can do it myself. And I did it and they turned out really well. Um, so I was pretty impressed with that. And then uh, going to give myself a little manicure and do the fake tan before I go on my holidays to Bath. That's an hour and a half away. And there's nowhere to go. But I want to look good. And it's my birthday. So fuck it. 
All right, guys, I'm going to keep blabbing on. I honestly would love to know who actually listens to my intros to this podcast because I swear to God, I just... I remember when I first started listening to My Favorite Murder, I used to um, fast forward their intros. I would always fast forward about 14 to 15 minutes and then as their episodes got longer, I would fast forward into 20 or 30 minutes in. And then now, in like the last like year or so... I've really appreciated like listening as to what's going on in their personal life, especially with like COVID. It's just so interesting to know what goes on in people's lives, even though we're all doing the same thing, isolating and doing jack shit and there's nowhere to go, no one to see, nothing to do. Um, I just really appreciate like knowing what's going on. Um, so I just, I don't know. I would love to know like if people actually even listen to my intro part of my podcast. If you do, please tell me. I'm I'm actually really interested. And if you don't, I don't actually care. Fast forward to all you want, get to the good stuff, get to the nitty-gritty murder. You. Um but anyways, I hope you're all staying sane and staying safe. Um if you want to hear more of Kyle, I'll get him on. Um I'll get him on and we'll try and get him chatting to you. But he is the best. And uh anyways, Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Listen, tell the cashier at your local shop or the local the local uh, liquor store. Tell anyone. Tell a random stranger in the street. Be like, yo, 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 do you like true crime? Yeah, you should listen to my favorite murder. Or, <laughs> yeah, listen to my favorite murder, but listen to Murder on Her Mind too, because that's my podcast. <laughs> um, God, I'm such a twat sometimes. Anyways, uh, thanks so much and enjoy episode 26. Okay, so, um, as you probably saw my Instagram post this morning, I am so sorry on this late posting of the podcast. The actual, so I always separate my recordings of my intro and then the actual murder, and I completely wiped my whole recording of the murder when I was editing last night. Um, so I'm here recording um, episode 26 right now again after literally spending ages doing it yesterday (laughs) but that's how it goes sometimes and uh then my computer died so i wrote all my notes out again for this murder and had to do all my research because i didn't have patience and uh yeah sometimes i just prefer writing it anyways so here we go um for episode 26 today i am going to be doing the lulu lemon shop murders um so for those of you who don't know who Lemon are or what they are, um, it is basically a yoga pant company that has like blown up. It is Canadian based out of Vancouver. Um, I have to say I do own a pair of their pants or a few pairs of their pants. I love them and I have a few of their headbands. Um, I don't love all of them I have to say some of them are quite shite to be honest with you and um, very overpriced for the quality of the type of pants that they are and there is some extremely controversial things that goes on behind the doors of Lululemon shops so I wanted to talk about that first really quick before I actually get into the murder. Um, so Lululemon is a Canadian-based um, company. Um, they are all over the world now. So in the UK, they're in God Japan, they're in the States, they're Mexico, everywhere. 
Um, but they are based out of Vancouver, Canada, and that's where they started up. Um, so the culture is known to be quite creepy, especially, I would say, in, like, the early 2000s. Well, kind of early 2000s, like 2008 to 2011. Um, and uh, it just, once you kind of start to dig deeper, it appears as if they're, you know... You can live a longer, healthier life if you wear these pants and you can do more sports and blah, 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 blah. And I remember there was like one pair of pants that like had seaweed in it that was supposed to be like so good for your skin and it just being bullshit. Um, or something along those lines. I remember reading an article on that ages ago. Um, but if you dig deeper, there's so much more. Um, so when I was reading this one article, they talked a lot about Landmark Forum and Landmark Forum is supposed to be just super culty and like just have this really weird cult, I guess, atmosphere about it. And I just wanted to read you um, what Landmark Forum is. Uh, the Landmark Forum is a grounded in a model of transformative learning, a way of learning that gives people awareness of basic structures in which they know, think and act. From awareness that comes from fundamental shifts that leaves people more fully in accord with their own possibilities and their uh, t- to those of others. Um, so it's kind of like a pyramid scheme of where they get all these people in, they tell them all these things and kind of hype them up and basically just take their money and like essentially run. Um, but you know, if you are a strong, a strong-willed person, there's some people who actually really like um, Landmark Forum. But for the majority of the people, it's not um, a very good, positive place. Um, so, yeah, they try and get your money. And it's all money and power. Um, but anyways, so I'm reading my notes here. So I'm so sorry. Um, but I will probably not be able to um, recognize even what I've written my own writing it's awful it's so so bad sometimes I'm like oh my god my writing's so nice and other times I'm like Jesus Christ what the fuck did I write um but another thing that happened with like a lot of controversy that happened with Lululemon say one of the instances that I was reading um when they first opened up and launched um they would get women to stand on the street for 30 seconds in order to win a free pair of lululemons so like basically a 120 dollar pair of like leggings essentially so they would stand and you know get women violated essentially um just for a free pair of pants which like i don't know why you would do that in the first place so if you did that like really are you that desperate for a fucking pair of pants um and then the owner of Lululemon, well, he's in no whole other story. His name is Chip Wilson. Um, so he wanted to call it Lululemon um, because he thought that it sounded funny when the Japanese people um, said it because of all the L's in the name, which I think is just so fucked up. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, so anyways, there is so much more uh, behind the stories of Lululemon. And if you're ever interested, it's, it's quite... It's quite a deep read. There's so many articles um, on it. And there's one of this uh, American girl. Um, sorry. This girl down in the States who writes a whole bunch of articles about what it was like. And, you know, people would look at you weird if you weren't just drinking water and eating kale the whole time. Um, and that you can get in trouble for, like, drinking pop at work and stuff. And, you know, Chip Wilson was like, he was starting to get lots of complaints about um, the quality of the pants. Um, for like mid-sized women to plus-sized women and saying that you know it's not all for all body types and you shouldn't be wearing it if it's if your thighs are rubbing together and 
just really, really bad body image culture as well. Um, but I think they've gotten better over the years. Um, I've been in Lululemon shop since and I've seen some mid-sized women working in there and it's not just all stick thin people who, you know, feel obligated to wear a size two pants. So um, that's good to see. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's great if you're a size two. But, you know, you shouldn't be um, taken away from a job just because of your size. So anyways, uh, let's move on to the murder. So in the morning of 2011 of March 12th, uh, an employee who was supposed to be starting her shift walked into the store and heard some weird noises. So she got scared, went back onto the street and asked a male to come in to help her um, walk into the store because she was afraid to go in by herself, which is fair enough. Um, it's really scary opening up. I remember working in retail here in Canada in Reitman's, which is like an older ladies store, maybe from like your 30, 40s up to like your 70s or 80s. Um, very wide range of numbers there. Um, and I was all, I hated walking into the shop in the morning when it was like winter time and it was still pitch black and all you could see was the mannequins. It was so scary. So I can see fair enough already why it'd be scary. And then when you hear weird noises when you walk in the shop after you, you know, turn off the alarm. And what this man walked into was just a bloody murder scene, like just blood everywhere. Um, so the police arrived and as we got to the back, Brittany Norwood and Jaina Murray were found lying on the ground. Uh, Jaina was dead and brutally murdered and Brittany was tied up. Um, Jaina had a rope around her neck, hammer and knife wounds to her head and repeatedly struck with a metal rod, which then we later found out uh, was used from like one of the mon- If you've ever worked in retail, you know that like the top half, the top half of the mannequin always comes off in the bottom half, and there's these metal rods that come in, and she was essentially attacked by that, which is so disturbing, so fucked up. Um, so she had been stuck, or stuck, struck a total of three hundred and thirty times, and it was three hundred and thirty distinct wounds, like you could see it. Um, all over her body and I just can't imagine like the rage and the anger and just like how personal that murder was and it's just complete overkill and you know the reasoning behind it when we figure out when we get to the end of the story I think it's just so fucked up and just so unreasonable and obviously um this young lady Brittany had some other issues going on there was other stuff probably behind the scenes that we didn't know about but um, definitely overkill so when the cops arrive and they go to the back and they try to they touch Brittany you know to console her she flinches and she gets scared and um, she she tells the police officers that they had um, this is basically the story that she tells police officers that on the night of March 11th um, she said to Jaina, her co-worker, that she had to go back inside after locking up because she had forgotten something. Um, when she went back inside, when the two of the girls went back inside, two men came in with ski masks and guns and attacked them, tied them up and raped them and then um, killed Jaina. Now, um, when they look at Jaina's wound, or sorry, Brittany's wounds compared to Jaina's, they immediately get... Um, suspicious because Jaina has um or sorry Brittany has little to no wounds and Jaina is literally bludgeoned to death like 
crushed to pieces essentially um so these men left her for dead and um, Brittany only had a few cuts and bruises and her pants were slit in the crotch so panic set off in this town in washington down in the states um because it was a super high-end area people were just not used to this type of crime and such a gruesome murder happening um so they set off a manhunt there was a hundred and fifty thousand dollar reward to anyone who knew anything or could like you know recognize the suspects or put out that um britney had created essentially um so next door there was an apple store and when the police were interviewing these people that worked next door i think it was two men um they asked them if they had heard anything and they said they had heard uh, or heard or seen anything and they said that they hadn't seen anything but they did hear two women screaming and yelling at each other and thumping coming from the shop next door um, and they also uh, in one article that i read and this is an all article so i'm not sure if it's true or not but it was in one of the articles um and they did say that they heard someone say please help me please help me oh dear god please help me and they never thought to call 911 um and uh in one of the articles like right after i had read that um they say that once you there's like some certain percentage but once you are um in and around people who there's something bad happening but you're in and around like technology and on your phone or tv or screens or whatever it may be you're less to get involved with something that has happened now i don't know how much i believe that because i feel like well maybe it's just me personally but i am always trying to be like self-aware and like when i'm walking down the street i never have headphones in like i have like a 15 to 20 minute walk to work every single day and i never put headphones in morning or night in the middle of summer i don't care i never do it um i think it's honestly quite silly to do sometimes sure put them in to make it look like you don't want people to be talking to you but don't be playing music you people need to be more self-aware we're so absorbed in um technology and our phones i'm gonna sound like such an old lady when i say this but i literally am constantly telling my sister too like and the amount of people uh, the amount of pedestrians that get hit because they're not paying attention to the roads especially in the winter time here in canada um yes i know like pedestrians have the right away but you also have to realize that these people are trying to drive in the speed limit legally and also pay attention to pedestrians crossing the road and it's very hard to stop when roads are icy and because you have headphones in and because you're not watching where you're going you'll end up getting hit like i just i it just it, it, bo- it really bothers me and i used to be like that i used to be like that when i was younger and now i'm just like now that i work downtown i'm like always so much more careful um but unfortunately there is still people who do that and you probably shouldn't um, you don't have to you know chat to everyone who walks by it but just keep your head down and make sure you're like listening and being aware so anyways yeah these men did not think to call 911 so um and they were never questioned in court because really this wasn't about them so anyway so uh moving on there was a huge break in the case when um investigators and forensics uh, were going into Jaina's car and they found Brittany's DNA in the car. So when they asked her if she had ever been in um, Jaina's car, Brittany said no. And then immediately they kind of caught her out. Okay, well then why was your DNA in the car? Um, and I just love how they kind of caught her like that. I thought that was so smart. 
um because if she's just said yes then it might have just been like blown over like oh yeah she's dropped me home a few times blah blah blah, blah. um but instead she lied and didn't even think about it so um they had caught her dna in britney's car so she, i think she was trying to hide some stuff excuse me in Jaina's car um and that and that's why um her dna was in there like after she had murdered her if you haven't gathered that by now um they also had tested uh the two girls um like dna and forensics again um to see who had they who had they been raped by and turns out they had not been raped at all not even the slightest no penetration wounds nothing um which is like absolutely horrible but then when their forensics again are in the shop and they're going around and there's a size and a size a size 11 male shoe that has been tampered like walked in through blood and walked around the whole entire store so it turns out what little Jaina decided to do was she grabbed um a pair of shoes off a mannequin in the shop a male size pair of shoes because she was like a size four or five or something she's a very small lady and put them on walked through the wood and walked through the blood and walked around the whole entire shop which i mean is actually quite smart but also it's like girl what the fuck at the same time um so yeah so essentially that's what she had done um so everything had been completely staged like not one thing even like looked remotely normal um in the shop at all so they get her to start talking and they arrest her the same night um as, as Jaina's memorial six days after the murder had happened um so in the end they figure out why this all happened was um Brittany had been caught stealing some yoga pants by Jaina and that's when it all kicked off and a huge argument happened and literally this is the only reason why um Brittany kills Jaina so aggressively so intense um and there was like stuff about um Brittany and how she might have had some personality disorders and um you know she was being caught like um stalking her boy her one of her ex-boyfriends before and you know um she might have had like, a hard time even working in the shop as she was a black woman <clears throat> working in quite a deep culty environment and down in the states so she probably didn't have it easy when she gets there but still that's absolutely no reason to be such a fucking psycho oh my god i can't even imagine i cannot imagine like walking in on that scene um so yeah essentially she had that's what had happened and they found five different murder weapons that had all been hidden around the store um so she didn't even try to get rid of them and then like another a uh, kind of creepy aspect to the story um there was a huge like blood trail going out to the back door and it was all through um Jaina's dna and she had tried to escape while she was still alive and unfortunately did not make it um and yeah so like it's it's such a messed up story um from the beginning this obviously britney has tried to like cover it up in such a way um and like they even actually captured or not captured but taken in a guy who met the description of britney and britney even admitted yeah like that looks like the one guy blah 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 and like this guy could have gone to jail if she could have got away with this like it's just absolutely horrendous um so 
that is the story of the Lululemon murders or the yoga shop murders. There is a um article or sorry, there is a book on Amazon that you can order based off of this with way more detail. It's actually very hard to find any detail on this story. Um, we had to get it all through news articles, and a lot of the news articles I got it through was through the Washington Post, very detailed, and through different podcasts and YouTube videos. Um, but that is the story or the murder of Jaina and uh, the murderer Brittany. But anyways, I hope you all have a lovely weekend. I'm so sorry with the late release here. But um, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and happy listening. Bye-bye.